I will never forget the first time I straightened my hair. I was 18 years old. I walked into a party and I could immediately see that things were going to be different. A lot of my guy friends were looking at me like it was the first time they were seeing me. I got asked to dance by more guys that day than in all the parties combined before that. I knew it had to do with my hair because I hadn't changed anything else, either about my look or about my attitude. That was the day I disowned my naturally curly hair and started using hot tools to change it every single week. And I did that for the next 16 years. The truth is, up to that point, I had never thought of myself as beautiful or ugly for that matter. I had just never thought about my looks. While my friends were starting to play with makeup and talking about boys, I was playing soccer with the same guys. Another thing I liked doing was gathering all the kids in the neighborhood and read them a book or teach them how to climb roofs. You know, my looks were not something I was interested in or that crossed my mind at all. But after that day, everything changed. I soon started being approached by famous makeup artists, modeling agencies, and um, eventually a fashion designer approached me and she convinced me to walk in her fashion show. That was actually the first paid job that I ever had in my life. I didn't get into modeling after because I loved going to college, but I was very grateful for the opportunity to have walked in a fashion show because my mom finally stopped teasing me about walking like a boy. The sad thing is that despite my rich inner world, I started seeing my worth based on the way I looked. I didn't understand it at the time though, and as a result, I you know, developed all kinds of eating disorders, which continued for many years. It all started when I decided to go on a diet for the very first time. And then another and another. I remember one time I didn't eat for two whole weeks. And I used to walk from home all the way to the university, then to modeling practice, then all the way back home for two weeks. And I didn't eat anything. At the end of those two weeks, I started looking like a corpse. I did such crazy diets that at one point I didn't get my period for like six months and soon I became a bulimic. When you starve your body for a very long time, your primitive brain wakes up all your survival instincts and when you finally start to eat after a diet, you just can't stop. You start binging as if it is the last time you're ever going to see food. What happens after is you feel so guilty of the amount of food you just consumed and so scared that you just wasted all the hard work that you did. And then you have to find a way to get rid of all the food that you just consumed. And it is just a vicious cycle, you know, a misery that you can't see a way out of. And it continued until I came to the States. Around 20 years old, I read online that if I continued binging and purging, I could make it impossible for me to have kids. And that was a big fear for me because having kids was something that I wanted more than anything in the world. So I stopped purging. But my weight kept going up and down, up and down for years and years. I could gain and lose 10 pounds in a week. 
For the next six years, the scale never showed the same number two days in a row. If you are someone who is struggling with an eating disorder right now, please get the book Brain Over Binge by Katherine Hansen and read it now. It might save your life. When I became pregnant and at 20 weeks found out that my mom had stage 4 cancer, my world just crashed. Watching my mom's gradual descent from the liveliest human in the world to her eventual passing made me appreciate health like never before. It became my number one priority. Working out stopped being a means to an end. Binging stopped and I adopted a healthy lifestyle in all but one area of my life. I continued to give importance to how I looked. Um, In 2018, I walked in to get some clip-in extensions from Violet, um, a celebrity hair extensionist in Beverly Hills, and I walked out having scheduled my next appointment for microbead extensions. I can't explain with words how beautiful and sexy I felt after Violet worked her magic on me. It was the most beautiful, healthy-looking hair I had ever touched. And no one could ever guess I had extensions, even though my real hair was just up to my chin and the extensions were way beyond my chest. I knew right then and there that I didn't want to ever not have long hair again. One day, I was sitting with my friend in her balcony and she told me that I should have Botox (laughs) applied to my forehead. I was like, "Um, no thanks, I'm fine. And she wondered why. She said, you know what? If you apply it now, the earlier you apply it, uh, the better it will work. I told her that um, I didn't have wrinkles yet, but if I start having them, I don't mind them at all. They tell the story of my life. And she thought I was being silly. But in the months that followed, I kept looking in the mirror and I started noticing things. I started noticing that my face was naturally changing. After all, I was almost in my mid-30s, you know. But I was against any face-altering procedures. Not in the global sense, not for other people, but health was the most important thing for me after my mom's death and I couldn't see myself injecting foreign substances into my body. So I started looking online for some natural ways um, to age gracefully. And there was so much information that I found. There was face yoga, um, Yamuna face rolling and bone stimulation. There's exercise and, you know, natural homemade masks and face massage and just so much information that I found. And I immediately started experimenting with everything I found and the results actually started coming really quickly. Um, If you'd like me to send a list of everything I use, just DM me at Sonia K on Instagram, and I'd love to um, send you all the information. From that point on, um, I became an advocate for natural remedies. It was also the time when every time I'd go on Instagram, I would notice that people were starting to look like each other. To each their own, this does not bother me at all. But what started bothering me was that I felt like we were not setting great examples for our children. Everybody seemed so concentrated on outer beauty. 
I don't know. It's just no one seemed to know what anyone looked fresh out of the bed anymore. It seemed like people woke up with heavy makeup and 10 meter eyelashes in the morning, you know. Um, and if I read the comments under any before and after makeup pictures, I would be appalled at some of the comments. It seemed like our newer generations were thinking that a glam look was how girls looked naturally and if they looked anything less they were considered ugly or not as attractive you know having two girls myself i decided that i needed to be a better example for them and i started feeling like a hypocrite with my luscious extensions you know i was advocating for natural beauty and all of this and i myself had extensions so I decided to remove them because how could I ever tell my girls not to mess with their beautiful curly hair when I myself never let my curly hair out. That was the day I went and I removed my extensions and I decided to grow my own hair even if it took me five long years to get that length. So that was April 1st, 2019 and ever since this whole experience has taught me so much patience. There were days that I was about to give up. A friend of mine saw my misery and she was like, why don't you just go and put them back in? You know, if it makes you feel so beautiful, why are you being so stubborn? But I was both legs in. I couldn't back off anymore. I couldn't do it because I knew deep inside that I was on a path to discovery. I was about to learn about myself, about my inner world. The next few months that followed were really hard, I gotta be honest. I had ironed my thin dry hair for 16 years and it had completely forgotten its curl pattern. Some hair were wavy, some straight, others like strings, others a little bit curly. It was a mess. And no matter how fast it grew, it would never get long because of all the damage at the ends. But I had decided I wasn't going to use any products. I wasn't going to use any hot tools. And I just wanted to get my hair to be healthy again. Thankfully, I found something called the curly girl method which teaches you how to take care of your curls to get them to be smooth and silky not frizzy but you still have your curls so if you have curly or wavy hair or even straight hair you should check it out because I don't think it should be called the curly girl method I think it should be called the healthy hair method because so much of it has to do of how humans need to take care of their hair um, search some before and after pictures online and you will be amazed. But I knew it was going to take a lot of time to make my curls healthy again. It had almost been six months, but I wasn't seeing as much progress as I wanted to. Even though the new growth looked amazing and healthy and smooth, but it looked like it was going to take me so many years because if you have curly hair, you probably know that they shrink like crazy. So no matter how much time passed, it still seemed that I had very short hair. And there were days that I felt invisible, you know, and I was confused. Why was I so affected by this? It's just hair. It's just, it's not something big and important. You know, I was the same exact person 
Nothing had changed other than my hair. Why was I feeling invisible? Why was I so affected by it? And then it hit me. This was actually the first time that I did a deep dive and I realized that I was putting way too much attention on my outer beauty. During the podcast, I mentioned a few times that after that party at 18 years old, I had started to measure my worth based on the way I looked. But the thing is that this is a very recent discovery. I wasn't aware of that. Up to the point of taking my extensions off, I never knew I cared so much about how I looked. But once I got aware, that was the time when I had my answer. I had a way out. You know, your appearance is of no importance. It does not matter how you look on the outside. All of us are changing daily. The way you look today is not going to be how you look tomorrow. Our beauty is eventually going to fade no matter who we are. But our inner beauty, on the other hand, is something that is going to shine through forever and possibly even get more vibrant and beautiful with every coming year. I started to take pride in my age more than ever before. Pride in the knowledge I had acquired in my 35 years. I started loving myself more for the interesting person that I am. That is my superpower. Not my appearance, but my inner beauty. And I started working on my inner beauty even more than before. Meditating, finding peace, happiness, working on my flaws listening to meaningful podcasts, talking to wise people. And the more I worked on my inner world, the happier I got. This was actually a hard podcast to produce because in the beginning, I was so ashamed that I cared so much about insignificant things. But I'm so proud that I'm finally able to share my journey and the lessons I've learned with you all. If you're a younger listener, know that aging is nothing to be afraid of. Your 30s are actually the beginning of the most blissful years of your life. The most confident, the most vibrant, the most passionate and adventurous. You just find so much peace and inner freedom that you never knew you had in you. But the trick is to live a healthy lifestyle. If you do that, age is just a mindset. If you feel young, you look young. The reason I've always been thought to be 7 to 10 years younger than I actually am is only because I don't care about society's rules of what is appropriate and what is not. You should never stop doing the things you love because they are no longer considered appropriate for your age. I started skateboarding at 34. Did I fall? Yes. Did it take a long time to learn? Mm, Not so much because... I constantly work on my strength and having strong quads actually helped me to execute it. So keep exercising your body and your mind and you have nothing to worry about. The only thing that can age you is an unhealthy lifestyle. It's not about the looks. It's not about a stupid number. Age is how active and how free you are. So how free are you? I'm 35 years free and I live an authentic life. That is the end of this podcast. I will talk to you guys in the next one. Let me know your thoughts. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh,